Hey y'all, welcome to the Only One Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Willow. Through this podcast, we want to be your friends and sisters in Christ, and we want to remind you that you're not the only one who's been challenged or walked through new life experiences. We're here to share the wisdom God has given us with y'all. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Um, This is episode eight of the podcast, and today we're going to talk about letting your yes be yes until God says no. So, yeah, very exciting and super applicable topic. (laughs) Um, Both of us have recent experiences. Um, So, I just want to talk a little bit about something that happened in my life where I had to trust God with my yes. Um, As you all know, I went on a summer mission this past summer. And it's kind of funny because the mission that I went on was not the one that I had signed up to go on. Um, I really, really wanted to go on something that we call New Mexico team. And I really felt the Lord calling me to that, um, which just with the talents that I had and the ones that he had given me and um, things like that. And so I applied and I was excited and praying over it and just praying that, um, the Lord's will would be done and his will was done, but it was not my will. And so I just walked through what it looked like to trust God. Um, so I got placed on a different mission team and I had to walk through what it looked like to continue saying yes to God when he had rerouted um, my yes because I was so wholeheartedly in to like preparing for my heart for New Mexico team and just the things that were to come because I was convinced in my mind that that was where I was supposed to be um, and praise God that he like rerouted my yes because mm-hmm. this summer ended up being something that was so much greater than anything I could have imagined. Um, but it definitely is hard to um, continue saying yes to God when it doesn't go like your way or you don't have control yeah. over the situation. I think that's just um, human nature. But I went on this summer mission and just throughout the whole summer, I was able to see how God changing my yes for his glory was so much better than what my plan was. I got to touch a lot of lives and use everything that he had taught me and continues to teach me um, and apply it to the summer that I didn't think I was going to be experiencing. Um, So God definitely used my yes in that moment. Um, Not the way I thought he would, but he rerouted my yes and then just made it even better um but it was definitely hard to like process the switch between preparing my heart for New Mexico team and wanting to do that and thinking that that was what the Lord was calling me to to joining a completely different program and going somewhere completely opposite of where I wanted to go um Doing something totally different. Oh yeah, one hundred percent different. Not instead of working with churches, I was like actively sharing the gospel, and so um, there was just a lot of things to come to term with. 
um, come to terms with. And it was just an interesting time. Um, it's definitely hard to be okay when God kind of reroutes those decisions. Um, and it takes a lot of processing. But like I said, God is faithful to use the situations for the best. And I definitely experienced that this summer. Um, so it was kind of cool to be able to just fully trust God in that. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit of my story and my experience. And Emily has um, a story kind of along the same lines. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually yeah. really interesting. It's really uh, interestingly related. Um, my freshman year of college, I went in telling God that I wasn't going to give him my yes. That I wasn't going to um, give him all of my life. And while those weren't the words that I was using, that's really what um, the meaning behind the words were within my heart. I was saying, Lord, like, I trust you and you can have control over this aspect and this aspect and this aspect of my life, but I don't want to travel for your glory, basically, mm -hmm. is what I was saying. Um, which really just meant, I don't want to go on a summer mission trip. Um, I was really in a time where I was denying that calling on my life, even though um, it was one that was evident from the beginning of my life. Um, I actually was able to talk to my parents this weekend about when they knew that I was going to be a missionary and my mom said as soon as you started talking I knew that you were going to share the gospel with everything you did um, which I didn't know that and so seeing that they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself um, was a really perspective shifting thing for me this weekend um, but the that period of time Going into my freshman year of college, I was in total denial. I was like, I have my plans, and I know what you've said on my heart. Therefore, they, these plans that I have must be your plans for me. And um, I wasn't active in prayer or in just trusting God with my circumstances. Um, I was very full of anxiety full mm. of um just need for control which I still have Me I too. mean <laughs> it's human nature it's, yeah and especially when um you suffer from anxiety and depression mm -hmm. um especially anxiety there's a just a need for control and that need for control at that point in my life was manifesting in a way that I was telling God like okay I'll go to college at this place I'll be a part of this ministry that my parents were a part of I'll go to this church but I really don't want to leave for the summer mm -hmm. 
I really don't want to leave my comfort zone more than I already have. Lord, you've already taken me so far out of my comfort zone by making me go to college, making me the normal, (laughs) you know, making me leave my family, go to college, go live with someone I didn't know in circumstances where I didn't have friends yet. Why would I put myself in a situation for two months straight where I was constantly outside of my comfort zone? And so I was operating from a place of fear and... Um, I went to a, um, a conference that we have every year in the fall, um, of my freshman year and the Lord really took a hold of my heart and was like, you're holding, you're holding things in your life from me in an effort to control your circumstances Mm. when you would be filled with so much more joy if you would just give everything over to me. And in that time of my life, I was in a few difficult situations. And so um, I was really struggling to find joy and feel comfortable. And I, at that point, realized that the only way that I was going to feel comfortable is if I, like Sarah talked about last week, Mm. if I am content, meaning I am operating knowing that God's will, where God has me right now in my life, is what God has that is best for me right now. Mm. And being content with where he has me because... I know I'm operating in his will and not in my own. And so after that week, um, one of my friends or one of the girls who was driving us back said, "Um, if God wants you to go, he's going to make a way. Mm. And um, whether that means expediting a passport or it means... Um, giving you the financial funds. If God wants you to do something, he's going to make a way for you to do it. Uh, And so I applied to go um, and serve where Willow served this past summer. And I was so excited about it. And when I got accepted and I began my process to apply to the special needs camp and I got accepted with a secondary organization that works specifically with special needs kids, I was like, okay, I see it. Lord, this is your plan. And I understand. I was still very afraid. I was still processing a lot of other things that were going on in my life. But I was positive, Lord, this is your plan for me. Well, that was spring of 2020. And so, for obvious reasons, I did not go to Denver that summer. Mm. And the Lord said no. Um, And I ended up getting really sick and not being my peak health come June when I was supposed to leave anyways. 
and there was a lot of variables that now looking back I can see why going to Denver at that point in my life would not have been God's best for me Mm. Um, and just the circumstances of what was going on I ended up being able to serve my family um, in a lot of ways my son my mom broke her arm that summer um, her right arm and she was not able to due to the like sheer amount of cast that they put on it was up above like practically to her elbow just really um, restricting and she was not able to cook she wasn't able to do the dishes she wasn't able to fold laundry practically for like six weeks and if I had been in Denver I would not have been able to be there to serve my family and step up in the capacity that I was able to do Um, and if I had been in Denver I would have been struggling with fatigue in a circumstance where I needed ample amounts of energy yeah a lot of energy (laughs) just so many variables that I now look back can see Mm. why God said no um and of course that was uh, the case for a lot of people during that time God said no to a lot of things Mm -hmm. because the pandemic wasn't a surprise to him he knew it was coming um but uh I can just look back and see how good God was in spite of the chaos that was occurring in the world at that time and the uncertainty that was occurring in my own heart through the whole process Mm. Um, and just the importance of even though God said no or in your case God changed the route Mm -hmm. God God uses our yes no matter what. And all God wants is our yes. Mm-hmm. And God's going to use our yes for his best. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely saw that this summer too where um, I felt a call to missions and I knew that like that was part of my purpose is to like go and share the gospel of Jesus Um, and I think, like, God used that in a way, in Denver, in a way that he would not have used that on New Mexico team. Mm -hmm. Um, I am very introverted, and talking to people kind of terrifies me, and he placed me in a situation where it was like, um, you know, go do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Go talk to people, and kind of grow out of your introversion and so because of that I've grown more comfortable with sharing the gospel on campus here at our college or Mm -hmm. talking to my family about it or being open with extended family and so despite being told no in a sense um I guess like having God change my route um and like processing that he used that situation and that experience to be like for it to be more applicable now and so I'm seeing the fruit of 
what I thought was the end of the world when I got my assignment. I was like, nope, 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 nope. Had 24 hours to accept it, and up until, like, hour 23, I was convinced that I wasn't going to go. Um, and so, even though God maybe has changed your route, or he said no, um, in that, he's also changing your heart, and allowing you to find trust in him more so than you would when you say no, mm-hmm. when you don't even allow God, um, to like influence you in your life um he's refining you yeah absolutely like any situation that you walk through is just being refined for the glory of god mm-hmm. um and the summer that emily experienced this summer was not what she expected no at all what i experienced was not what i expected at all but the lord was in that and um we learned how to place our trust in him and just continually say yes, like, mm-hmm. no matter how hard it was. Um, you just show up and you place everything in your life on the table for God and, like, surrender that up to Him. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, Willow mentioned that my summer this summer was not what I was planning. Me and Willow walked through a very similar situation at the same time. I was certain I was going to go to one location and the Lord sent me to another and there was a lot of tears and a lot of panic Mm -hmm. and a lot of phone calls um, from the coordinators who coordinate our teams um, to myself and me to them about like just where my heart was at Mm. Um, but inevitably despite my will and my Um, again, thinking that I knew what was best in a lot of ways, um, I ended up going to a place where I was able to have those opportunities and impact, um, a lot of people that I wouldn't have connected with, Mm -hmm. um, and learned a lot of things that I'll be carrying into next summer. And um, going back to that first experience of learning how to say yes um, and trusting God's no or God's change, um, I didn't get to go to Denver and I didn't get to work with special needs kids, but um, I know that that was not a no for that purpose it was not no you shouldn't be working with special needs kids it was a let me use the next two summers to instill qualities in you and experience and growth in you so that you will be better prepared Mm -hmm. to go and serve little kids in Africa to go and work in a hospital and reach families of special needs kids with recent diagnosis or whatever the Lord ends up leading me to. Um, I, while this was not my plan, I have been able to see just the beauty in how God has used this, the 
subsequent subsequent summers the following summers um for building my character and building mm. qualities in me that I know will be so incredibly useful when I do eventually get to do those things that I had planned to do originally mm-hmm. so I fully believe that even my no which was a hard no like it was a no you're not going anywhere um I believe that that was still in a lot of ways a just wait for me Mm -hmm. just wait on my timing you will serve this people group in my timing you will reach these kids in my timing and Mm -hmm. not in my in your own timing even though it's been almost four years and that that timing still hasn't come I have hope and faith that that's not something that's gonna um not happen just because it's not happened yet yeah it's really cool to be able to place our trust in a god who is stronger and wiser than us too yeah um i think that's a huge bottom line from this whole conversation is just like we did not know what we were doing and we still don't know what we're doing and the one thing that we do know is that we want to make Jesus's name known and um and that's what we're called to yeah that's what we're called to do even if that means we're doing it in the workplace yeah and I was I did not want to share the gospel in the workplace um but allowing God to use my yes and trusting him with the outcome has been probably one of the sweetest things that I've ever experienced um it's been such a joy to be able to fully trust God with my life and be, um, like, not have to worry about Content. what comes next or contentment. Yeah, exactly. Like Operating this summer, in his perfect will. Yeah, His perfect will, and that's what, like, ultimately I learned is like, this summer, I got to experience a lot of things, good things and bad things, but things that were glorifying to the Lord and things that just felt right if that makes sense like if um I had gone on a different mission trip or I had completely said no to where the Lord had placed me then something probably would have felt off because I would have taken it into my own hands um and so just learning what God's will looks like and how to fully trust in him has been such a sweet thing um through all the situations where we let our yes be yes, whether that be missions or your future college or your career, yeah. like just saying yes and being like, God, I know what you have for me is better than what I have for me. Um, yeah, I was going to say our, while our experiences are both missions mm-hmm. focused, by no means does that mean that the only time that you're going to have to say yes to God and trust God with your yes is if you choose to go on a summer mission trip. Like, you're going to have to trust God with your yes, choosing a college, walking, like, whether to choose this class or that class, whether you're going to go right or left. Mm. Like, it's trusting God and giving him your yes, no matter 
the circumstance. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, yeah, cause, just because ours are missions-based does not mean that's the only circumstance that we've experienced Yeah, having to give our yes to God. It's just been the m- most impactful one for us recently as we've been more dedicated to serving the Lord in our mm-hmm. in our lives in the last three, four years since we got to college. So one piece of truth that I think is really sweet to just reminisce on and um, truly understand um, comes from Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And my church is like, um, we're going through Proverbs um, this semester and it's just been really cool to see um, the wisdom that the Lord brings when you just ask for it. And one of the things that we've been talking about a lot um, in this podcast and at my church and um, at our campus ministry is trust. Um, so Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Um I think it's just so cool, like, listening to that. Do not lean on your own understanding. That's such a huge thing. We want control. We want to lean on our own understanding because that's Being kind of how society... Our own brain. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what society pushes, too. Like, you are your own person. You, you do you. Decide your culture. own destiny. Yeah, you do you. Um, but in reality, like, how far do we get on our own? like not very far far. (laughs) and both Emily and I have experienced that um like we've experienced it a lot and so this verse is just a sweet reminder that God has our lives in his hands and we can ask him for wisdom and we can rest assured knowing that we don't have to do everything on our own like we don't have to rely on all of our head knowledge because that gets us nowhere um the second part, or I guess verse six, talks about um, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Um, I don't know. I just think it's so sweet that he, if we reside in him, he resides in us, and the things that like we are consumed with will control us. So getting to acknowledge Jesus in everything and every step of life and knowing that he'll make our path straight how cool is that that we can really just allow somebody else to kind of make our life better for his glory and for our good um, yeah. and obviously it's not as easy as that it's like oh just go through life like trusting you know <laughs> and Emily and I have both experienced that where um, we take things into our own hands because it's not super easy to trust something. Usually it crashes and burns. Oh, 100%. Usually. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's a huge part of anybody's testimony ever. Like you you just learn that you can't rely on yourself. Yeah, but these verses are just a really good reminder that the Lord is willing to walk alongside us and he's Mm -hmm. willing to help us in every part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes our paths straight, and I love that. Um, yeah, and one of the super cool things 
that is just so cool about God is just the way, this is slightly off topic, but the way that he like intertwines aspects of our lives because this verse, I work in kids ministry at my church um, and this is our verse for the month. That's like, so cool. This is a, like that's our that's our verse for the month of sep. I of love that September, for the preschool ministry, mm-hmm. and it like, it's so it's so cool how like, God, you can that's those little things where you can see God working and you can see things, mm-hmm. like, blending and coming together so beautifully. Those are the moments where. I have peace knowing that I am in God's perfect will. Mm. But I still have peace even when I don't have those moments and I don't see those things. But it's a choosing peace in that instance. Mm. Because faith is believing what you can't see. Mm. Yeah. And um, letting your yes be yes and letting God have your life lock, stock, and barrel, all of it, is having faith and believing what you can't see. Yeah. And believing in an almighty, perfect, omnipotent God who loves us so much, but we can't see him. We don't know what he looks like. We just know that he's there. And if you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit residing in you, and the Holy Spirit can lead you and speak to you and through you mm-hmm. and there's comfort in that um, but it's still a believing in what you cannot see and it's a trust in what you cannot physically tangibly see and it's a leap it's a leap of faith Yeah. to say yes Daily choice. to all of it yeah and it's a minutely choice it's mm. like it's every second of your life you have to choose to continue to still Love God and say yes and trust that his best is where you should be. Yeah. But it becomes so much easier when you, like, have studied his word. Yeah. And you know the love that he has for you. Like, he sent his son to die on a cross for your sins. And if that's not love, like, what is? You know? Um, So it becomes easier as you learn more about God and you grow closer to him in relationship. Um, But we want that joy for you guys, the joy that comes from trusting Jesus and just surrendering everything out to him. And that first yes that you have to give is accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. Like that first yes, that first leap of faith that you have to take is accepting that Jesus Mm. died on the cross for your sins that God sent him to die for your sins that he took on the sins of the world that he was buried but he rose and he died for your sins to pay the debt that you couldn't pay because we're all sinners we're all broken we're all lost Yeah. and even after we accept Christ we're still broken and lost and sinful people but the forgiveness of God and the debt that the debt that we owed because we had wrongs that we have done was paid in full by Christ. Mm-hmm. 
And we have to trust every single day that he is more than enough. Yeah. Because he, as a perfect human, came to die for our sins, paying the debt we couldn't pay, and rising again. And one day, if you believe that, you will be together in heaven with him and God forever. And that is the first yes Mm. that you have to give. And then every yes after that is just continually surrendering the choices of your life to God. But you can't surrender the choices of your life to God if you haven't surrendered your life to God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. And it is a joy to follow Jesus. It's such a joy. Hard things come, but... Life doesn't become perfect after yeah. you become a Christian, by no means. But you have a way of coping with it. And mm-hmm. you have a way of understanding why life is like that. And Jesus endured hard things. He he died on the cross for us, but um, he did that for the joy before him. And mm-hmm. with Jesus, we can endure hard things for the joy before us. And it's just such a sweet thing to be able to trust our lives in the hands to the hands of Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. just laying it all out. Yeah. Well, on that note i don't think we can get any better than the gospel on this episode (laughs) we're gonna end while we're just still going ahead (laughs) Uh, we're gonna quit while we're ahead because we can't get any more ahead than than salvation and so um we hope you guys we hope you enjoy it if you are encouraged by this podcast um share it with your friends um we're not here to get the most views we're not here to become popular by the world's standards. We're here because we want to help other people. And mm-hmm. if you're helped by this, we want your friends to be helped by this. We want you all to feel less alone or encouraged or maybe prepared for something you may face in the future um, or some, or in, comforted by something you're facing right now. Yeah. Um, so share the podcast. Um, and it's available on a lot of streaming platforms and all the normal podcast things. Um, but we'll have another episode next week talking about something. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all, see y'all next, next time. week.